0: Welcome to the Jill on Money coronavirus market update. It is Friday, June 12th, and I know you're looking forward to your weekend, Got a quick catch up on what's going on in the world. We got some new data from the Labor Department. An additional one and a half million people filed for unemployment benefits last week. So the good news, we have 10 straight weeks where weekly claims actually started to drop a bit. But this is still a remarkably high level. And there are about 21 million Americans collecting unemployment insurance right now. So that is a, a humongo number. Also, a little selling in the stock market, finally. Um, I don't know. Mark and I were just talking about this. Like, really, no one knows why. The, the, I look at the Wall Street Journal, it says, U.S. stocks fall as investor jitters grow. Really? Now? You mean after they pushed up stocks 45% from the lows, since investors pushed the NASDAQ to all-time highs, I don't buy it. I think this is just plain and clear profit taking. There really is no big deal here. There's no new information. Let's not try to fool ourselves. And whether or not companies will be able to make money going forward, we have yet to determine that fact. So we don't know where stocks are going next. Nobody knows. Oh, and by the way, Mark, I love this. Here's something. I cut this out today. You know, I still get my. My uh, physical papers. Listen to this headline. I love this so much. Ready? Most U.S. large-cap stock-picking funds underperformed the benchmark S&P 500 during the tumultuous early months of 2020. That's according to new data from S&P Dow Jones indices. Do I love this so much? All of these idiots who keep saying, oh, a a volatile market is a stock-picker's market, Really? I don't think so. Of all actively managed U.S. stock funds, two-thirds underperformed the index. (laughs) Love that. I just love that so much. So anyway, you guys want to go out and stock pick? Good luck. Good luck because it just doesn't pay off. Okay, now enough of me yakking. This is the show that is trying to help you through the crazy times. And if you've got a question, just shoot us a note. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Okay, let's see. This is from Nick. Hi Jill, I just picked up the show after listening to you on the How to Money podcast. I love how your show is quick and concise. I'm soon to be 29. I believe that I'm financially secure. My job uh, yields around $100,000 a year. I max out my 401k at Vanguard, my Roth IRA Vanguard, and I have a six month emergency fund. Woo hoo, Nick, way to go! My net worth right now it's about 350 grand. He's 29. I max the contribution to the Roth in January. I'll max up my 401k by the end of the month. I contribute money to a Robinhood account, scratch the investing itch and allocate money with a Betterment account managed by Cambria Asset Management. Okay, I've hit the little milestones. Now that I've completed those, what's the best option to do with the excess money or best options? Is there another milestone that I can target? Sorry for the lengthy message. Thanks for your show and your help. Sincerely, Nick, Nick, you're doing a great job. This is fantastic. So, I love that you're maxing everything out, which is fantastic. I love that you have this big fat net worth. I would just keep doing what you're doing. The more money you can put to work, the better. I would be more interested in you directing the money into plain old index funds than anything else. You know, of course, you can do the betterment as well, but like maybe you should be taking this into your own hands. Maybe you should be saying that you want to be able to just target four or five index funds, you know, a U.S. stock index fund, an international fund, a bond index fund, maybe even an international bond fund, but trying to get the allocation in those asset classes that you don't have access to through your 401k. So I would just keep on keeping on. It sounds great. It's a great story. Stock picking is really hard, usually doesn't work. So I'm I'm an index fund kind of gal. I would stick to those index funds, okay? All right, here's a question from Vince. It's a pleasure listening to your radio spots on KYW during this awful pandemic. KYW is the all news station in Philadelphia. Okay, here's a question. For calendar year 2019, are taxpayers eligible to file an extension beyond the modified tax filing deadline of July 15th? If yes, how does one go about doing this? Yes, you do have a a chance to do that. You will extend to October 15th. So the way that you do that is you go to irs.gov and you will complete form 4868. Okay. Filing this form gives you until October 15th to file a return. But remember, you have to estimate your tax liability on this form and you should pay any amount that you think you owe that's incredibly important. I just got this note from the IRS and here's something that's new. Taxpayers will soon be able to file amended tax returns electronically. That actually has never happened before. So later this summer, for the first time ever, if you have to file an amended return, you will be able to do that online. So keep that in mind as you are going through your tax situation. I think a lot of people may have to um, provide some amended returns. So just keep that in the back of your head later this summer. We'll tell you when that happens. Juan writes, hi, Aunt Jill. I miss hearing you on the 404. In addition to the financial you gave, you had great chemistry with the guys. 404, old podcast at CNET. So loved that show. Okay. Okay. Juan writes, my wife and I are both in our early 30s. We have a son and plan on having another child in the next year to year and a half. We recently paid off all of our credit card debt, fantastic. Funded our emergency reserve fund, super fantastic. And the only debt left is a car loan, which is at 0%. Our student loans are combined 75 grand at 4.5%. And we've got an $1,100 a month mortgage payment. We earn approximately $130,000. Our monthly cash flow is good. Um, And we are able to add $1,000 per month into our non-retirement savings. I currently contribute 9% of my pre-tax income. You don't mean 9% of your pre-tax income to a Roth 401k. You either mean 9% of your income post-tax to a Roth 401k or 9% of your pre-tax if it were a traditional. Okay. There's also a company match. After you're reading your book, I began thinking how we're lucky to have pensions through our jobs and how this might impact our retirement planning. Since we both qualify for pensions and have no intention of leaving our employers anytime soon, should our approach for saving for retirement be different than the steps you outline in your book? Thank you for your daily financial knowledge drops and the years of financial advice you've given. Juan in Phoenix. Okay, Juan, you know what I would say? Right now, it's great that you've been putting money to your non-retirement savings. I'll tell you what. You have caught a wave of investing now for the last six months. It's pretty intense, right? But what I would suggest is take that $1,000 per month to your non-retirement savings and why not knock down the student loans, Four and a half percent is actually a real number. And so I think that might be a better approach. So yes, it's great to have a pension. And I think you should continue to put money into your pensions as well as your 401k. It's great that you're doing that. But it's the non-retirement savings that I would start to look at and say, wait a minute, if you have $1,000 a month, why not put that down towards the student loan bill? Let's get that student loan payment eradicated. And other than that, you know, I do think it's great for you to keep putting money into retirement. I don't know where the pensions are going to go in the future, but I like that you have, you'll have your own. Okay. Linda writes, I'm in my 40s. I have contributions to both traditional and Roth 401ks. The majority of future contributions go in the Roth to get a better allocation between both buckets. Okay, it's all through my employer and I use Fidelity. When it's time to take out distributions from a tax standpoint, how do you know what bucket is being used for the distribution? If I wanna take 40 grand for the year, how do I know you're taking it out of the Roth bucket or the traditional bucket for tax efficiency? Probably a little of both. Thanks for all you're doing during this time, Linda. Linda, first of all, these are two separate accounts, so it will be quite clear. When you do retire, what will likely happen is you'll roll over the traditional 401k into an IRA rollover, and then you will take the Roth 401k and move that, roll that into a Roth IRA. And so you remember, you don't have to take money out of a Roth ever there's no required distributions from a Roth. You will only be subject to required minimum distributions. Right now, that would start at age 72 from the traditional. And so you will need to know which is the taxed account and which is the account that has not yet been taxed. (sighs) All right. Now, If you have a financial question, we would love to hear from you. All you have to do, send us an email, ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. And I'll tell you what else I'd love for you to do. Every time I ask for this, we get it. So I'm going to ask, would you mind please leaving us a rating if you could? And that would be great. Maybe even a review. Mark says it helps us and we want to get our our names out there. Mark, how about that thing I sent you today about us being named as one of the best podcasts for the coronavirus era for money. That was cool, right? Mark says he'll take it. I will too. And thank you guys for doing that. Cause I think without you guys out there listening and talking about it, We don't get that kind of recognition. So we're so grateful for you. So please, if you wouldn't mind, a rating, a review, that would be very helpful. And maybe pass this along to somebody who has not yet heard our podcast. Maybe you know somebody. Teach someone how to use a podcast. That's always a helpful thing as well. All right. You can always go to the website, jillonmoney.com. And there you can also sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thank you very much for listening wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your social distancing, lift somebody up today. If you wouldn't mind, that would be very helpful. Okay. We will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.